0: There, and welcome to the rewrap wrap for Thursday. All the best bits from the Mike Hosking breakfast on Newstalk ZB in a sillier package. I am Glenn ZB, and this morning, uh, the RMA, Will It Ever Change? Uh, the weird pre-wedding message that has the internet frothing. Uh, Fortnite champs underway, and... Thinking about Mike and the nude. Yep, that's how we're going to end the podcast today. So if you don't want to do that, probably uh, cut off early. But but don't cut off yet because uh, we need to talk about the uh, Mueller testimony that happened today. And given the report
1: is long and the testimony today is five hours plus, it's a headline or two that will be reported, not the full picture. And that is the state of modern news and modern politics, especially in the Trump era. You have camps, and your camp is right, and the others are conspiratorial idiots. What I do know is from a political point of view is that short of a bombshell and ensuing action like an impeachment charge or an arrest or a criminal investigation, none of this goes anywhere. Another day, another series of finger-pointing accusations and questions, and home we go. Can you remember what Comey said? Of course you can't. The big headline out of the Mueller report is that there was no collusion. Remembering, of course, that the Trump part is but one aspect. The actual story is whether Russia interfered with the election, which I think most now accept they did, and most now know that Assange was a major operator in it. Hillary paid for dirt on Trump, the steel dossier turned out to be shonky, and as a result, so much mud and noise flew, the Trump part of it became front and centre for political, as opposed to legal reasons, which is why we are here today. The Democrats' obsession with landing something that sticks on the president. And it's, it's that part that, as we sit here, In July of 19, will potentially hurt them come November of 2020. All they did was energise the Trump base, forget their own campaign, and run themselves ragged on anger. Today, it's good theatre if you're a political wonk, but when the show's over, the Democrats won't have a single vote they didn't already have to show for
0: it. Yeah, so as we speak, both sides coming out and claiming victory, of course. Um, Yeah. It's such a weird thing to watch. It's it's like if they just you they they feel like if they could just use the right combination of questions and statements somebody will say the the president's uh, super bad and needs to be locked up and here's how to do it. They haven't just stumbled onto that combination yet. What's the right combination to make a, a resource management at work? Now,
1: one of two things has happened here. Either labor has realized their mistake and are sorting it out now or they're approaching this with the same stances last time, which means there will be a very big gap between what they say they want to do, i.e. reform it, and what they actually do, i.e. talk about it and tinker, which brings us back to climate change. If, as reported, climate change is at the heart of this, then we are dead in the water. Climate change, whether you love it or not, is about cost. Look at the farmers in the ETS last week. That was about climate change, and farmers will pay more to be farmers. The reform we're looking for... Is about less cost, less time wasting, more efficiency. If climate change is your core principle, that means those who are in love with climate change will be expecting everything that involves the RMA will have a climate change component, i.e. what does your project do for the environment? Does your project enhance water quality? Does your project pollute? Uh, Does your project affect wetlands or birds or air quality? And the more you say stuff like that, the more you realise that it isn't a lot different to what we already have which is a stalling mechanism for fanatics to wreak havoc with progress. So unless your project is turning carbon into gold to power EVs and feed poor children, the frustration level might be going nowhere. I'm hoping I'm wrong. The obligatory chat fest, of course, is now underway. But if climate change and its obsession is driving it, if it's real reform you want, you're going to pass out holding your
0: breath. Which would be a shame, because if you pass out now... Um, you'll miss two-thirds of this, well, three-fifths, really, of this podcast, um, and including uh, some disturbing mental imagery at the end, which I alluded to earlier, which you might want to miss. I'll tell you when to pass out, basically. Not yet, though, uh, because we've got this. Trending now on the Mike Hosking Breakfast. online
1: debate raging this morning over a bunch of messages that are either heartwarming, I think they're heartwarming, or they. some people seeing them as creepy. So the exchange has been shared by the woman who got the message from her ex, And it happened the day before he was due to get married. And here's what it said. Listen to what he said. Thank you for being my first love. Thank you for always encouraging me. Thank you for keeping me out of trouble. Thank you for the times you took care of me when I was sick and depressed. Thank you for loving me. If you haven't already, I hope you one day find love. My point in all of this, you are the reason why I know how to love someone. Isn't that amazing? Uh, That's been retweeted, and here's a story on the retweet, I'll tell you later on. That's been retweeted more than 100,000 times. And almost astonishingly, people can't work out whether they like it or not. So here's what some people are saying. Basically, thanking you for molding him into the perfect husband to someone else that's not you feels unnecessary, does it? Uh, This has to be the most beautiful thing I've read. Shout out to both of y'all for being such damn good people. Uh, I would die, says another if I moulded a man to be the perfect husband for another woman. Why? What's the matter with you? Uh, lol! I'm sorry, I'm not built like this, but this is so unnecessary. He still loves you, girl! Do you think so? I don't think so. How can people misread stuff? Just look at the words, the way they're written, what was said, and the clear intent in it. Imagine having an ex this mature, says somebody else. I respect messages like this. When they're genuine, because this is something I do when I'm feeling some type of way and need to let it out.
0: I just do wonder why he was thinking about his ex so hard the no, day before no, he did get grateful. married. That's
1: On days of great importance, you are grateful for your lot, and your lot includes things that have happened to you in the past. Do you
0: not think really what he was really doing is... You, you could probably just talk me out of this just quickly. We've got one last
1: chance. So cynical. I'm surrounded by cynicism leeching out of every crevice in the walls of this building. It's in my job description. That's what can great. I do?
0: Yeah, there are all sorts of kind of strange kinds of jobs out there, uh, including professional fortnighters. Don't laugh. They can potentially win millions.
1: Mike says another one. This is interesting. I know you like the underdogs, which I do, a couple of young Kiwis are in New York at the moment competing in the, uh, the Fortnite World Cup Finals. Fortnite, if you don't know, is, is, is the uh, online game for for the young It and, used to be and well now still is because the prize money at the World Cup finals happening right now is 30 million dollars. Give up netball take up Fortnite
0: right now. Um, yeah, no, 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 nobody in my house talks about Fortnite anymore. It's all Apex Legends and CSGO. I um, don't know what either of those are either, to be honest. Um, <laughs> I also don't fully understand why you would want to go to the supermarket in your pyjamas, but there's a call on Facebook to do just that this weekend.
2: Well, I'm thinking that I'm thinking that your particular pajamas would be quite would would be quite high end. Would that be correct?
0: Well,
1: here's my problem, Brendan. I sleep naked.
2: No, I thought about that. Yep. Um, <laughs> you do even even this time of the year. You do sleep in the nude.
1: I sleep in the nude 365 days a year.
2: Do you think that it's the, the sort of people who will wear their dressing gowns and their robes and their pyjamas who go to the supermarket on that particular day will be the kind of clientele that you perhaps need to reach on your show or perhaps the sort of people that wouldn't listen to the show but, but perhaps by going through the... Um, To the supermarket Dressed like that You would reach an audience That perhaps You wouldn't normally
1: It's an interesting question I suspect it'll be An an audience That I wouldn't reach normally There'd be people Who'd look at me and go I've never heard of you And I don't know who you are Or what you do But it's an interesting question If you've got quality Quality pyjamas Would you And have Do you put a robe On top of those And you what Put slippers on Or proper road shoes
2: well, that's a that's a good question. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm thinking of the image of you, obviously, in the nude. If you were to go to the supermarket in the nude, you would definitely reach a certain type of audience, and I think it'd be very popular. But here's the problem, though,
1: because I don't have any pajamas. If I want to the, go to this, I have to put a robe on, which I do have. I have a lovely robe, but then of course I'm wearing nothing under my robe, and of course that would make me some sort of weird pervert, wouldn't it?
2: Well, yes, it would. And I think that if you're going to dress up in a robe, you want to make sure that you're not hanging around in parks. But I think a supermarket's fine. I mean, it also depends where the robe's from. Like, you could, you, you could get one of those really good ones from, the, like, the hotel that you go to. You could steal it from the hotel and that sort of thing. <laughs> but, um, or you could just have a nice little... Uh, and I think you do have to wear pyjamas underneath your uh, underneath your robe. I think you have to do that, Mike. Um, uh, I sure. think so. Pyjamas v.
1: onesie, though. A onesie, does that then lower the tone of what you're trying to achieve, do you think? Or is a onesie perfectly acceptable.
2: Well, I think that a is a little bit ponsomey sort of hern bay. I think you're going to get a certain type of crowd going older than that. I think you'd be showing off a little bit. Um, but I think you're going to get more respect than if you're cruised around with a, with a, without any clothes on at all. Um, I don't own onesies, though. I'm, I'm in PJs at the moment. It's got little, they've got little cows on the Quite proud of them. And I think if I went up to a supermarket right now, I would I, I would gather a certain level of respect.
1: I think that's true. Uh, satin or flannelette? Hmm...
2: I don't know, but it's great to have the option, isn't it? Isn't it exciting <laughs> to be given an option so that we have the option to do this on a particular day? I'm all for it.
1: Good on you, Brendan. Nice to catch up with you,
0: Brendan. Lovegrove. So that is a Facebook event this Sunday. When, when do you want to do the apology? Now? Or for what? This time tomorrow? What for? For the mental image that oh, people oh. are frantically texting in to try and get out of their heads, but they won't get it out of their heads. It's a been on their
1: brain. Just telling it like it is, you know? It's good for you, health-wise, apparently. You don't want to
0: constrict- Just stop talking. <laughs> See this, And I fear this would happen as soon as you let Brendan Lovegrove on this show. It's not the, necessarily the things he says, but he brings out the worst in other people, like Mike Hosking. And now we will never be the same, any of us. And we need to go home and shower and shower to try and get that image out of our heads. I and Glenn ZB, I'm really sorry... I often end the rewrap by apologising and today's no exception. I'll try and do better tomorrow, but I probably won't.